It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. On 558 AM, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio, this is Love Sport. They dare to do, and the Lily Whites are going to score on you. They're no angels, but this season Harry and the boys are going for gold. From White Hart Lane to Wembley, Spurs will always be North London's finest. It's the Tottenham Hotspurs Fans Show on Love Sport. Boys are back in town. This is Love Sport Radio with your Tottenham Hotspur fan show, courtesy of Last Word on Spurs. Joining me this evening, the, is, is this the A team? Is it the Cab JPT squad? What is it? We can tell the A team if Lee isn't listening. The yeah. <laughs> You might get a bit upset. <laughs> <laughs> Hi to Lee McQueen, wherever you Is he on holiday? He's in Florida. Standard. Standard living the dream. Yeah. Sugar still wants his refund, pal. <laughs> uh, Ricky Sachs is in the building. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy, Happy New, Year. New Year. Jace, how's it going? Not too bad, mate. Happy New Year to everyone. And, uh, of course, Lee, Lee McQueen's not in, so we, we've had to get the most able of able stand-ins. He's only just yeah. done his GCSEs. His name is Jamie. <laughs> He's from Daily Hotspur. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New, Happy New Year. Of course, this episode is sponsored by Chick King. Thank you to them for their uh, wonderful festive menu, which included turkey burgers, turkey nuggets, and general turkey pieces in general. Uh, but yeah, absolutely love it. Chaps, what kind of Christmas has it been um, for Spurs? What kind of Christmas has it been for you guys? Um, Ricky, you were lamenting. Three go- three games in two days or something like that. When I when I when three I, games in six when you asked me about Wolves. three games in six. You said three games in two. Let's be fair. You, you did say that. I you sound like a bit of a muppet initially, but you know, I I I asked straight away. Why did Spurs get beaten by Wolves? No, and Wolves got beaten by Palace, and you went on a ramp. But how has the Christmas period been for you? What are your thoughts? Well, it's eighteen points out of a possible twenty-one, so I don't think it's been. Bad. Listen, of course, we would like the full 21, but I think you've got to bear in mind that we've had to play Spurs with 
a consistent midfield period of Sissoko and Winks, which has been difficult. I think, you know, the team, he's not had too many players to be able to shuffle around, choose from. And as we know, it's 14 to 15 players that he's having to manage game by game over a very, very intense and short period to rotate. And of course, we're disappointed by the Wolves result, but I think you saw the response against Cardiff, 3-0. I think there could be more goals in the second half, to be honest with you, but Spurs were still up there at the moment. And it'll be interesting because we're recording on a Thursday night where there's that huge game to come very, very shortly um, between Man City and Liverpool. So it'll be interesting to see, obviously, what is going to happen with that one. Trace. I thought it was a really Spursy Christmas. Two fantastic wins and then showing character to bounce back from a defeat. That's, that's what I think of as Spursy nowadays. I don't, I don't look at it the other way. But um, we, we took a lot of flack for losing a game. I think Chelsea have just what, lost at home to Leicester and drew at home to Southampton. Nobody says a word, you know, that's nobody cares about that. Manchester City have lost to Palace, lost to Leicester. That's 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 perfectly acceptable to them to lose games. It's just Tottenham that get West Ham on a fantastic run, call us bottlers, go and lose at Burnley, draw two two at home to Brighton, they'll have a pop at us, yet yeah, all the other teams suffered in the same way other than than your mob. But you know, if I'd have taken the nine points at Christmas. Yeah, I think I think exactly the same. Um obviously to have achieved eighteen points and t- possible twenty one is obviously very good going. Um I think we were hit by injuries at kind of the wrong time. I think the likes of Eric Dyer, Yamatong and uh Dembele being out obviously was um you know, kind of meant that we were having to make do in certain areas, central midfield, central de- uh, setting at the back. Um, but I think overall it was a, it was a good Christmas. I think we had a, we had very few, few rest days, so um, I think overall we can be pretty pleased with it. I think as well. The, the only other thing I'd say about Wolves is we've lost to the team that was seventh in the league, a team that's beaten Chelsea, that's held Manchester City, that's held Man United, that's gone to Arsenal and got a result, and they've come to Wembley and got a result. We haven't we haven't lost at home to Doncaster Rovers. <laughs> no, you know, no. I mean, get it in perspective. Wolves have been a, a decent side this year, haven't they? It's weird. They are very strange. That they seem to up their game for the big boys, but you know, mm. against the lesser teams, if you like, um, that they, they they fold. But it's it's very very weird how how they they pump themselves up. I always see Nuno Espirito Santo, and I, I call him Mourinho Mark too. He looks and acts like Jose Mourinho. Of course, he was this sort of protege uh, when he was a, a manager. He played under Jose Mourinho, but yeah, um, they're they're an interesting interesting side. Um, what do you make of? other teams around you how, how have they done I, I think like I say everyone else at the moment it's, it's kind of everyone I'd be surprised I've been really surprised by Chelsea I've got to be honest with you they've kind of mm-hmm. gone a little bit off the boil having said that I think sometimes as Spurs fans we get too distracted by what other teams are doing and we just need to focus on ourselves and I think that's now the key at the moment we are you know got ourselves back onto winning ways against Cardiff I think Spurs we've got so many big big games coming up obviously we've got an FA Cup game coming up on Friday night then we've got the Chelsea game the Carabao Cup the first leg of that I just think there's, you know, we haven't really got much time to kind of, you know, rest the players. So at the moment, it's a kind of, you know, getting them prepared each and every game. I think we're in a good position in the league when, you know, have to go into consider everything that this club's been through this season. And we're still there. We're still there. We're still playing very, very well. And I think Pochettino was justified to stick with the players that he did for that Cardiff win because before it against Wolves, I think many were calling for maybe a couple of changes. But apart from Danny Rose that came in at left back, he stuck with the same team and they rewarded him with a really good performance and win against Cardiff. 
one team I think who's coming back into the race for the top four is Manchester United and obviously very impressive and um, I totally think they should be giving Ole Gunnar Solskjaer a five year contract yeah, I think that's, yeah. that's, a, that's got to happen um, no I mean obviously Arsenal dropped a number of points and now seven behind us so um, yeah I mean look I think that obviously we put ourselves in a very good position to to get in the top four. So yeah, as I said, I think it's been a very successful Christmas. For I think next weekend is going to uh, determine where 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 we are in terms of with uh, with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and, and and Mauricio Pochettino. But I'm sure all Spurs fans uh, would like to see um, to 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 see uh, Solskjaer remain in at the helm at Old Trafford. Uh, six goals against Everton which was absolutely unreal five against Bournemouth uh, of course conceding three against Wolves but scoring another three against Cardiff whose manager was wasn't quite pleased with uh, with Spurs wasn't quite you know complimentary I, I don't Spurs. know what Neil Warnock's problem is Jase do you is there some kind of history that we're not aware of with Neil Warnock and Tottenham I think Neil Warnock's a bitter and twisted old man against every <laughs> single team that Cardiff play, or that any Warnock team plays against and I think his uh, his masquerade at the press conference was purely to deflect attention from just how poor Cardiff were on the night and, and just how poor they were even when I saw Harry Arter interviewed after the game and he said the game plan in the second half was to avoid Tottenham doing what they'd done at Everton then that's why Neil Warnock wants mm. to talk about every other subject other than Cardiff's approach to the game it was appalling and in terms of, of those results loads of goals scored Jamie um, the three conceded um, you can't really go wrong I mean the, the funny thing is you know the press hype after that Everton game was incredible and then Spurs going not five against Bournemouth who have been winning a lot of plaudits this season mm. under Eddie Howe um, what were your thoughts under that in terms of you know the potential title challenge and it's all sort of like it went it went to kaput inside a couple of days mm, yeah I mean obviously it was very promising to see our attack I mean obviously they all scored against Everton um, were obviously fantastic again even Lucas Moura contributing um, against Bournemouth so I think it goes to show that certainly we've got one of the strongest attacks uh, in the league um, as I said I think injuries were our biggest issue over Christmas I think we were kind of left short uh, especially in central midfield obviously having a for me what kind of feels like a real makeshift midfield in, in Winks and Sissoko it kind of felt as though um, it was going to kind of not implode but it was going to maybe go wrong at some stage um, but yeah I mean obviously it was fantastic to see our attack just doing so well and you'd certainly put them up there with one of the best in the league Right this is how we're going to do things we're going to be answering some of your questions next we are going to have team news from the Etihad at 20 past 7 this evening uh, comprehensive team news plus a bit of chat over the game uh, some are saying it's the, the biggest game of the season so far Liverpool heading to the Etihad to take on Manchester City um, and yeah we'll carry on with some more of your listening questions by the way this episode isn't actually sponsored by Chicken we just love them guys don't we <laughs> we do yeah we do yeah. You know, we're, we're big fans we can't wait uh, to be about any update on Stadium by the way nothing as no. yet no mm. we're still it's waiting to hear it's very quiet isn't it it's, I mean yeah. but no news is good news as well do you know the big the most positive thing that I thought was um uh, the most positive thing I thought about that was that um, both the Newcastle game and the I can't remember the game after that it's Leicester uh, were both selected for TV for me I feel as though they're kind of strange games to select for TV mm. so I guess that maybe I don't know whether Sky are working off something that, that maybe it's like hint so we'll see so yeah. well, maybe. Sky are trying to be nice to Tottenham for a chance well, yeah. <laughs> reflect Tottenham in a positive yeah. way you, you never know we'll be back with some more of your listener questions next this is Love Sport. Love Sport. This 
is Love Sport. Yeah, this is Love Sport Radio. Just um, just analysing the tactics. We're all having our little uh, debate. We'll have a bit more of a debate on the game at the Etihad this evening after 20 past seven tonight. But first, Ricky Sachs has your first listener question of 2018. 2019. 2019. 2019. One. Definitely 2019. That's, that's like, you know when you go back to school and you write 2018 in the, yeah, in the yeah, book? Yeah, yeah, it's my first <laughs> one. This is from Jim Bliss at Jim Bliss 2-3. He says, great performance against Cardiff. Still don't understand Pochettino's team selection and substitution sometimes but it clearly works maybe we should just keep Stum and let him get on with it and I agree Jim you know listen it was a good win against Cardiff I think many were debating maybe criticising the fact that we haven't made more changes in terms of team selections but at the end of the day the result justified his selection against um, Cardiff the only disappointment for me I think was not seeing Carl Walker-Peters who I do think we're going to see against Tranmere Friday night in the FA Cup but apart from that I've already got no complaints Jace. I think we'll see Walker Peters, but Tramie's a horrible game, isn't it? I, I can't be bothered about Tramie almost. I almost don't care who plays it, mate. I mean, of course, lot last year you played Newport in the cup. You had, you had a, it was a bit of a funny cup run for Spurs, wasn't it? When you when you looked at that Newport game, <laughs> we actually Stales picked one. a strong side. Rochdale, yeah. yeah. We picked a strong yeah. side at Newport. I think there was only yeah. Walker Peters yeah. came in. Otherwise, Trippier played, Vertonghen played. There was, there was a replay, Nava, wasn't there? That replay, replay was not on the dodgiest games I've ever sort of had the privilege of working which on the, the which one the Rochdale game or the but Newport the Newport was, was only 2-0 New- wasn't it the replay yeah was there a Rochdale replay as well yeah. Rochdale was yeah. a snow both, no no snow. both of them both of them were two of the dodgiest games yeah. I remember doing them with, with, with a colleague and just sitting there going what am I doing here <laughs> Rochdale was VAR about four. six times that's in the first right time, was VAR gate wasn't oh, it VAR that's exactly game. why yep. it was it was just baffling in a blizzard every goal was just like VAR <laughs> oh great but um, yeah no it's it's on the te- it's on telebox um, Spurs taking on Tramway Rovers at Prenton Park anyone going to Prenton Park no no I wish I was but no. been before Not, yeah. years and years ago but uh, when we played them God, League Cup on the wheel 25-30 years ago or was that the season they got to the final uh, we drew up there had a replay up well I think we drew 1-1 or something it's Gaza's days in those days so mm-hmm. say how long ago it was um, Rick oh Jay you want to go for it you got a question Listen yeah, to question. question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at freaking Yid says loves his Oko's energy and pace, but does he have the technical ability that we want at Spurs? Um, look, I mean, obviously, the one thing I love so much about Sissoko is the way that he, he he's, can carry the ball forward. Yeah. I think he turns defence into attack so well. Um, he's been absolutely brilliant this season, uh, and his transformation has been it's stunning. Um, uh, I think the, the only issue I have with him is in the final third, he kind of still lacking a lot of confidence in front of goal. Um, you'll see some opportunities that he has to to shoot, um, and he'll always look for the pass. So um, maybe I'd like to see him in front of goal or in the final third. I'd like to see him kind of improve there and maybe get a bit more confidence. But I'm sure as all Spurs fans, we are so desperate for him to, to get on the score sheet. And um, I think he'd be the perfect man to score the first goal at the new stadium. Deep with that. I'll go with R.A. Gordon, who's, who's come up with a with a strange one. He says, given there's not much value in losing Alderweireld for £25 million, why not give him the contract he wants at 180000 a week? We'll ignore the fact that that's 60000 a week more than Van Dyke gets. And sell Davidson Sanchez instead. 
<laughs> he's just why, signed a six-year contract. Why would anyone contemplate, regardless of Toby, selling Davison Sanchez and replacing him with an Alderweireld backup and Nathan Ake? Yeah. I, I can't... Sorry, uh, Mr Gordon, I just can't work that one out at all. That's, that's beyond me. What we can work out, though, is Harry Kane, because he, you know, he's now scored against every single Premier League team he's faced following that goal against Cardiff. And I think with Kane, I spoke about this before on the show, he's more, Jason, just a goal scorer, isn't he, now? Because his hold-up play at times is also phenomenal as just his goal-scoring attributes. That Cardiff game was strange, because when you, you sit there at the end and you thought, for a lot of the game, Harry looked really ordinary. When he went through mm. one-on-one and smashed mm. it, yep. lost possession a lot of times in that second half, and you're thinking... Harry's really struggling here, and then you think, but he scored one and was heavily involved in the other yeah, two. Yeah. And I think Kane's at that level now. He's he's such an important player that even on his bad games, he still has a massive influence on the mm. game, and that's what top-class players do. Yeah, I think that, that kind of what separates him from the likes of Aguero and Aubameyang. You don't get that sort of play uh, from from those two or, you know, or most other strikers in the world. So I think that's kind of what... Um, puts him on his own level and really makes him probably the best striker in the world. And Sonny can't stop scoring as well at the moment. That's my only thing now because Sonny, mm. he can't stop scoring. And I suppose the only question, Jace, I reckon at the moment is with him going away, can the likes of Lamella and Moore now step in to replace him because he's been in wonderful form? Can we clarify, before you answer that, can we clarify when he actually is going away? I think oh. it's Man United, this is his last game. Yeah. I think he plays Man United and that's it. And he could miss up to five games, so mm. that's the concern. Up, up to five with the form he's been on. I think he misses three. I mean, if you look at it, I think the league games he misses is what Newcastle at home, mm. Fulham away, New, uh, Leicester at home. Oh, oh. Carabao uh, Cup second uh, leg. Car- well. That's the, the the most critical game yep. he probably misses out. And I think the Premier League games, I forget which it is, Newcastle home. Is it Watford at home? Newcastle uh, yeah, home, Watford, Watford at home, and maybe, Fulham maybe, away or mm, something. Yeah. And, and if you looked at three Premier League games for him to miss, you'd think, yeah. okay, you can yeah. you live with those far better to have him for Man United than than Watford or Newcastle or whatever but mm-hmm. the, the Carabao Cup <coughs> second leg but then again you know yeah. if, the last time I think we played Chelsea in a Carabao semi-final we, we won it 5-1 didn't we <laughs> in that second in the second leg when Everson and all that scored. so if we win that first leg 5-1 you mm-hmm. don't need Sonny don't, the only thing is I don't I'm, I'm not too worried I mean obviously Son has been absolutely outstanding um but I think such as our depth in attack, you know, you've got the likes of Lucas Moura, who I think, you know, he's, he's contributed to a lot of goals. I think he's got nearly as many as Sun in the league this year. Mm. So I think it goes to show that um, we've certainly got adequate backup for Sun. Yeah, uh, they, well, Spurs certainly do indeed. Just, uh, just to pick up on that Wanyama, uh, sorry, not the Wanyama point, the, uh, the Musa Sissoko point from Jamie just before, I completely agree with you. Mm. There's... I don't know how many other midfielders can, right now can carry the ball like Sissoko. When you watch him, it just sticks to him. Mm. It's like a magnet in his boot somewhere, you know, and, and in the ball because he just holds on to it and he can just move past players, glide past players, and you have so much confidence that he can turn defence into mm. attack. And it's actually, it's actually a brilliant attribute and a brilliant thing to have. What a player he's turned out to be for someone who's on the fringes of the squad. Spent thirty million pounds with him, thought it was grand waste of money. Um, you've got to say again, you know, fair play to Sissoko for for working out his best position for working on it and, and, and for turning himself into uh, let's be fair he's undroppable I, I, I think mm. he's undroppable and fair play to Pochettino for, for coaxing that those attributes yeah. out of him uh, 20 past 7 this is Love Sport Radio with your Tottenham Hotspur fan show we'll be back with Team News from the Etihad we can have a little bit of a chat about it as well what a massive massive game in store Pep Guardiola has said defeat is not an option for Man City Love Sport
Yeah, this is Love Sport Radio with your Tottenham Hotspur fan show. Let's go and get some team news uh, from the Etihad first and foremost Manchester City lineup with Edison in goal. Now, this is a predicted lineup. No one actually knows how City are going to line up if there's going to be a back four or back three. They're, uh, well, Opta are thinking it is a back four. They've gone for Edison in goal, a back four of Stones Company, Laporta and Danilo. Uh, Fernandinho is the holder with Silver and Bernardo, David Silver, Silver and Bernardo Silver just ahead. Sane on the left, Sterling on the right, and Aguero, who's searching for his 250th goal for the club, up top. Can he get it this evening? Uh, Sergio Aguero scored six before against Liverpool. Liverpool line up with Alisson and Gar, back line of Alexander-Arnold, Lovren, Van Dijk and Robertson. Henderson, Milner and Vinaldum in the middle with Mane, Salah and Firmino up top chaps how is this one gonna go let's be fair you've got probably the world's best defender up against quite a formidable forward line uh with city you know um sheer quality in there aguero the tongue's not playing is he no, <laughs> no, the world's best defender <laughs> <laughs> all right rick all right mate. yeah uh play with it pal. play with it um i mean it's it's really difficult to predict this is mm. this is some people are billing it as the game of the season i've seen Nerves from from Liverpool fans who have turned around and said that this is the most nervous they've been, you know, in terms of, you know, with a game mid-season. Um, it's massive. Well, I'm watching Lincoln Red Imps v St. Joseph's in the Gibraltar. <laughs> are, are the Chipolina brothers playing? That, that, I think that's a top two. Clash. Are the Chipolina brothers playing <laughs> so for Lincoln Red Imps? That's a game I've got on, mate. <laughs> I, I love the Gibraltar League. <laughs> I'm sure tonight is first v third, though, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't tonight first v third? This is getting, yeah. It is. It is. Not oh, it first is. v second, is it? No. no that's only first no. v third. Well, Champions versus Challengers is how it's being no, built. Apparently so. Apparently is, so. Is, is, is certainly how it's being built. Um, what do you chats make of it? Who do, who do you want? I think I think we've got hope for Man City win because, look, if, if Liverpool aren't going to go to the Etihad and lose, where are they going to lose? So mm. I think you've kind of got to hope that um, that Liverpool, uh, that Manchester City will win tonight or, or a draw. Um, the only thing is, my prediction, I'd, I'd, I'm thinking that um, I'm edging towards Liverpool. Um, they've kind of proven to be Man City's bogey team over, especially last season. Um, so for me, I think it will be a Liverpool win, but yeah. Klopp does know how to beat Guardiola. That's the only thing I would be concerned about if I'm Guardiola. He knows how to get one over on him. Uh, for me, obviously, like I say it's just a difficult one because my focus is on Tottenham. And obviously, this is being billed as the big game of the season, so I understand why it is, but my cycle focuses on Tottenham, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think long term, you hope City will win it because if your aspiration is to win the league, yeah. you don't want the team that's top of it getting more points. So I just hope Manchester City don't bring Mares on and let him take a penalty again. So <laughs> no. That's, that's the one thing that you don't no. want to see happening. A, a City three points. A City three points would be amazing. Uh, Graham Butler, Spurs fan and, uh, well, regular contributor to the uh, London Football franchise, has said, for the love of football and for humanity, please, please, not Liverpool, not to ever. I completely agree, agree with that pal. one. Yeah, I God, completely agree, agree. pal. Yeah. Uh, and if anyone wants to uh, to like my tweet at me, there hashtag anyone but Liverpool. That one was posted <laughs> on the thirteenth of April, twenty fourteen. It's still going strong. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going strong. Genuinely, um, I, I just I can't see them win. I I just I can't. It just I don't know what it would do to me. Uh, uh, but yeah, I really don't want to see them win. Should we change tack? Should we talk about Spurs? Let's yes, have another question from uh, one of our esteemed panel. Now let's go to Ricky Sachs Liberal Democrats 
so this question is in from Dustin at Debo 1980. It says, how close are we to seeing the return of the pre-injury Danny Rose? God, that feels like a long time ago now. Um, I feel like, as Jason mentioned in the last pod, he's getting more consistent with every performance. Mm-hmm. Jace, do you want to take that one away? Adrian? I thought he had a really good game at Cardiff. <laughs> I mean, a couple of back post headers that were really important, where once yeah, again true. Trips didn't stop the cross coming in. Made a couple early on, didn't he? When uh, was it Patterson that was behind him coming in? So that, that's a good sign. I thought he looked to get forward at every opportunity. He's slowly getting there. He has the most approved, most doubts about Danny Rosa in my mind, but um, we're slowly seeing it. Mm. And you know, let's it's just let's hope we get there by the end of the season and we we genuinely get him back. On a side note, how unreal is it that Patterson is a fullback? <laughs> <laughs> How unreal. Yeah. Well, it's a Neil Warnock team, so no, not that yeah, unreal. This was the last time a, a defender ended up being up front. Was was it Ian Marshall or Oldham or something? Oh, that's, that's the last Dion one. Dublin. A Gary Doherty, yeah. of course. Gary, Gary the Doc, yeah, the Doc. He's a danger in both boxes, Gary Doherty. That, that shows you the it's level of player we're talking about, doesn't it, really? The calibre of player. <laughs> <laughs> no calibre, calibre. Uh, who else has got one? I've got a question. Um, Jason Graves, uh, what's going on with Lorente? You can understand him not being in the squad versus Wolves due to the rumours of a move to Turkey, uh, but then he's back involved versus Cardiff. He doesn't suit us, but I'd stick with him as an impact sub uh, until the summer. And I totally agree. I, I actually really quite like Lorente um, as an impact player. I think he's come off the bench against Barcelona. Uh, he did the same against PSV and he did the same against uh, Burnley. And both of those times we were struggling to get the goal that we needed. Whether that been, I think it was a draw against Barca. It was a win against uh, PSV and a win against Burnley. And he came on and he did a really good job. I thought he he just he made himself kind of a target man. He offered something different. I think that's the most important thing about Lorente is that it's, it's nice to have someone come off the bench and do something slightly different. So I do like Lorente. Um, I would argue that if we can get someone in better in January, someone younger and maybe someone that fills the homegrown quota, um, then I'd go for someone but like that. let's be fair, are you, are you ever going to get someone who's willing to play second field or to, to Harry Kane? That's what's been the problem, hasn't it? I think that's always been the concern or the issue that we've had is trying to find something that's going to come in to be as an adequate, good enough backup to Harry Kane and there's not many players that want to do that role, Jace. Well, the, the the concerning bit for me is it's not even coming in playing back up to Harry Kane. It's actually being prepared to come on and sit on the bench for ninety minutes mm. and come on in the third of in the third minute of injury time, isn't it? I mean, we've seen games where we're three nil up at Everton with with three in front at Southampton with three in front at Bournemouth with three in front, but there's still no sign of Kane going off mm. the pitch. So, you know, you, you kind of think, okay, I'll I'll accept the role that I'm going to be back up to Kane, but I do want some minutes on the pitch. Mm. And we're just not prepared to do that. And yeah. there's that little bit that worries me with Kane that, and I honestly don't know whether it, how his contract is, but you think, are we more concerned also with Kane winning golden boots? Mm. And is there such bonuses and things yeah, yeah. like that? We just won't take him off the pitch when we have the chance to. Mm. I think that's that's kind of why we're targeting, and that's why the fans have got to accept that we're targeting players like Jared Bowen from Hull. Um, because, first of all, we're not going to pay the sort of money that, uh, the likes of, I don't know, a name thrown out, uh, Callum Wilson would cost. I don't think we'd pay. He'd cost 40, 40 million odds. Is that, is, that, is that going to be Spurs' downfall again? Yeah, but Bournemouth won't let him go now as well. We have to think that's to bear no. that in mind. Bournemouth are midway through a season. With they're the, not what, for the white price, they would. Maybe, but... As Bruce used to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd, I'd just... I'd you think, won't get that. <laughs> okay. 
Um, yeah, so I, I'd say that that's why you know we're targeting players like Jared Bowen because they're going to be a reasonable price. They're they're you know they're young. They're going to want to learn at Spurs under a fantastic manager who's great with young players. I want to pick this up again. I want to pick this up again. Um, uh, after a short pause, uh, before I get beaten up by a producer, half past seven. This is Love Sport Radio. Love Sport five five eight a.m. Minty has has dropped us a message, Minty but bloke. you know, um, Minty bloke. Minty bloke. Minty bloke. We're unsure as to whether that's Minty off EastEnders or not. I hope it is. Uh, I want to ask how Gary is. But yeah, um, we will come back to to that question in a minute. I want to pick up on this signing policy thing and, you know, bringing in players and whatnot. Now, I understand, Jamie, when you come from about Jared Bowen, you guys picked up Deli Alley for, you know, a ridiculously cheap price and you've turned him into, you know, a fine midfielder. But if you're going to be establishing yourself as a top, 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 top club. Ricky, we had a discussion outside. Before you even pipe up at me and go, oh, no, well, we can do this, 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 this. You turn around to me when we were talking about centre-halves outside and we were talking about potential centre-halves to come to Tottenham or potential defenders. You said, well, you know what? What about those, you know, that are Premier League winners? You you, you know, if you're looking at that category of player, but then you're looking at someone like Jared Bowen, Hull, who have struggled for the past two years in the Championship, who have been playing, you know, sort of bottom-rung Championship football, it's just it's just not good enough. You know, people are talking about Spurs in this new ground, like, you know, this is the new dawn. For top. I agree, you know what, it could be something brilliant. But Levy has to just go to Joe Lewis and go, you know what, give me that extra bit of money. Let's go and get the elite group of player. You know, you, we're, we're sitting here talking about a player who, who wants to play second fiddle to Harry Kane. If you get a class enough player on, on a big enough wage, they'll do it. You know, I agree with you, though, because we had a discussion in the summer. You know that I've always been for trying to improve the squad. I've not made any bones about that. I still want the squad to be improved. But I think we're realists as well. And the squad mm. have got an issue at the moment with homegrown players. We need more of them yeah. before we can even think about bringing in any other foreign players. Therefore, they're looking for players to come in, fill that homegrown quarter. And that's why that link to the whole City player is probably a, you know, a genuine one. The same one in the summer that we mm. had Jack Grealish. That was also probably genuine. Is that the kind of caliber of player we want to probably sign? For me, no, but... At the moment, that's where we're at. Mm. But we were talking about Wilson, and you know, you were saying Bournemouth would want to sell surely for the right price. They would. I think surprised that Spurs don't want to pay. Where I would go with the the problem that we've got when people first of all they say can Tottenham improve their first team for me absolutely we can you can sign a you can pretty much sign a better player in almost in almost every position. The problem is those players that would do that. We know that when they come up for sale, and Callum Wilson's a prime example, we will have to be going against other clubs within that. And so Zola, I think, talked about Callum Wilson the other day, didn't it? So Tottenham would go to Bournemouth and say, I tell you what, here's, let's say Tottenham go in there and say, here's 70 million Mm. for Callum Wilson. Callum will pay you 160 grand a week. Chelsea go in and say to Bournemouth, here's 80 million. Callum will pay you 200 grand a week. And that's where we go I'll, with it. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you where we and are right now. And that's what's happening with Pulisic. And I'll tell you where we are right now. You want a homegrown player, I think the one Spurs have to go for, and the one that they will get for the, for a, for the right price, is Wilfred Zaha. Personally, the money. Palace are desperate for the money. 
but but well, so, we're so but we're so inundated. I think attacking players at the moment. I think we're okay. I think at the moment in yeah. attacking wise, we've got Mora, but if, we've got if, Lamella, if, if, if you were Son, to let go, if you, you were know. to let go of someone like Lorente, um, and and you know, let's be fair, you're gonna need to you're gonna need to bring someone in. Why not bring someone in of quality? Why not bring someone in like Wilfred Zaha who can go and terrorize the defense like he, he absolutely rips defenses to shreds. I accept that, Aaron. But do you think Tottenham will be the only one in for him from the top clubs? He won't go United. Do, do, do you think it would be Tottenham? Let's say it would be Tottenham, Everton, Wolves, West Ham. Tottenham would would probably come out on top. But if it's going to be Tottenham, Chelsea, Manchester City, S- I can't see City going for him. Yeah, I, oh, think, I can. I think maybe I can't see City okay. going for him. And Chelsea obviously have just signed Pulisic for seven. Uh, Chelsea signed Pulisic. So. I mean, th- but then they're, they're the flog Hazard. Yeah, but but their 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 transfer policy is a bit baffling. To be honest, but you see where I'm coming. The from, only club I can problem. see going for going for him is Chelsea. It's only club, but you know, I can't see any other any other top club going for Zaha. I can't see him going back to United after the time he had. To be fair, I'd love to see him there, but I can't see it happening. I can't see him going going, going to uh, to City because I don't think he, he's a winner in there in their eyes. Look at Mares; you know, they they could have picked up anyone. They could have picked up Zaha last season for the money they paid for Mares, but they they went and got Riyad Mares instead. Um, you know, Liverpool again. Where does he slot in there? You've got certain players that play a certain way I think Spurs have to go for Zaha I really really think they do and I think with Palace's financial situation at the moment they need the money badly <laughs> go and buy wan from Palace instead yeah, of yeah. Zaha we need a fullback yeah. that's somebody we need wan yeah. and Chilwell oh yeah that's, yeah, that's one you said, yeah, yeah, we said on the part. Um, yeah I mean look I think that's that's our big issue I think we've got a number of our players in the squad, uh, in the sorry, in the starting eleven, just perhaps aren't good enough for, to to kind of challenge the likes of Liverpool and, and Man City yet. But um, yeah, I think that obviously that's certainly an area that we need to be addressing, left back and right back. And I think the full back area will be an issue, I suppose, as well in the summer. I don't think no, January yes, is an area you can sort that because let's be honest about it. January's no. transfer window, it's about players that are either unhappy at the current clubs they are they're not getting game time very rarely can you pick up someone of real genuine quality number one and two for a good price and you know Spurs we only look at players that we can get them for a good price that's our biggest problem and Mora last season in January was a great option for Tottenham because he wanted to play football and PSG wanted to sell him I don't see too many players this particular window where I can see Spurs bringing him in. That's just me being genuinely honest. I don't think I can see signing players. My other worry with Wilfred Zaha is, does he really want the move? Because every summer he gets linked. Every summer Palace say, we want 50, 60 million. Every year a club thinks, oh, that's a lot of money for Wilfred Zaha. And at the end of the window, he signs yet another extended contract. Mm, And you think, are you really pushing for a move? If Wilfred Zaha wants to leave Palace and join any of the top six clubs don't keep signing an extended contract in the same way in fairness Grealish did that didn't he at Villa you think I think he means move and then you go and do it I think he means nothing again but it puts we, the okay, price up but, doesn't it for the club I, so the I, 70 no, million becomes I dis- 85 I disagree I disagree com- completely Palace are desperate for yeah. the money when I say they're desperate for the money right now prime objective is to go and get a striker instead of going and buying a striker they're looking at Dominic Solanke on loan this is the calibre of plan they're trying to look for because they haven't got the money to go and spend. They are spending so much on wages for the likes of Maya, Milivojevic, uh, Koyate, all these players. That and every, I mean, trust me, every Palace fan sits there wondering where has all the money gone. The Premier League is is awash with funds and 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 you know coin everywhere. But where is Palace's money going? They're spending money on a new stand. They've got debt to maintain. Whatever it is, 
they will take the money. You offer them fifty million pounds for Wolverine's I reckon mm. you get. Him. I think the you thing- offer them forty million for Wan Bissaka. You get him. I reckon you get him as well. The other thing about Wilfred Zaha, I think that a big issue when he went to United was that he kind of really wasn't settled. I, I heard a lot of stories that he was kind of kept on coming back to London. So I think that for me, I think Spurs would probably be almost the perfect club for him. You know, he's kind of he's settled in London. Um, he'd obviously be working under a manager like Pochettino. I can see him getting decent game time at Spurs. Spurs are trying to attract a new breed of fan. Into, into the new stadium with this membership package and, you know, trying to attract, you know, new people to their club, trying to, you know, make the footballing world, let's be fair, and I don't mean this with any disrespect, make the footballing world sit up and take notes that Spurs are here, sit up and go, you know what, yes, they're, they're, they're there, they're challenges, they're, they're, they are, they, they mean to be in this place. Would you, I mean, if you, if you sign Jared Bowen, you're going to be like, what? Like, yeah, no, I, I get that. But I think, you know, it's funny you say that we're here. We've been here for the last couple of years, but still I mean, the media don't give us any credit. They, I mean, d- they don't because I don't think Spurs act like a club that, you know, has the intent to go and do what, you know, they, they a lot of people think they should be doing. And to be honest, I'll be honest with you, a lot of people turn around and might say, oh, Slate, Spurs, this, that, the other... That uh, nothing will make me happier than to see Spurs win the league this year. I've turned around to my pals this year and said, you know what, I want to see Spurs give it a challenge. Mm. But at the end of the day, I don't understand why Daniel Levy's putting all this infrastructure in place. You've seen what happened down the road. You saw what happened. For how many years have they been languishing? Because they spent XYZ on the stadium, they had this repayment to make, that repayment to make, blah, 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 blah. Great, cool, fine. Don't let I'm I'm mm. you know this is a message Daniel Levy. Don't let the footballing side down. I agree about the moment. We're not doing too bad. Let's just put it in perspective. Where we have we had a, we've had a you know good Christmas eighteen points out of twenty one. We're still in the semi finals of the Carabao Cup. We've got a Champions League you know last sixteen to look forward to. FA Cup run hopefully coming you know second in the Premier League. There's so much just to look forward to this Tottenham side. And listen, I want signings more than the next person, but they've got to be right for the club and it's got mm. to fit the budget. At the moment, I don't think January is the right window for us. I would say the other the other part, in fairness to them, is that you're, you're competing with clubs where our turnover is 350 million mm. and asking us to go head to head with a club with a turnover of 550 million mm. to sign players and offer wages. You can't do it. You cannot do it. Not not in a sustained way. It's just impossible. So he's obviously said, look, Tottenham need to increase that without the the additional investment. And I get we'll we'll go down the the whole Levy out route and this magical. Arab owner or Chinese owner coming in, but without that, Tottenham's only way to get to that, to increase that to 400 million, 450, 500 million, is to, is to put it into the, the stadium and get the revenue that way. Hard. One player I do want to have a chat about, maybe after the break, we haven't got time mm. to fit it in this segment, is about Christian Eriksen, because we've heard some comments from Maurizio mm. Pochettino's press conference on Thursday, pretty much kind of coming out publicly and saying, now look, I want Eriksen to stay. The balls in between the club mm. and the players courts his representatives to try and find a way to make it work and as much as Harry Kane listen I idolise Kane he's the guy that gets a lot of the goals for Tottenham but don't be mistaken Christian Eriksen is the guy that makes this midfield tick and without him in that middle I do fear for Tottenham he's such a special player and we have to hopefully be doing anything in our power to make sure that he's going to stay at the club and the question I would want to ask someone out there if they've got an answer to this that'd be great is could you tell me now if you were to let Eriksen go who could you bring in to come and replace him. I, I, honestly, I, 
I don't know. I've got. I know you're gonna say money's money, but I don't know who could come and replace him. Yeah, get your questions on uh, questions in on social media as well at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. They are at Last Word on Spurs. Um, yeah, get get the questions in, and we'll uh, we'll endeavour to answer them because there are a few piling up which we we've actually neglected to, while we had this little heart to heart chat that we had. Feels like it feels like there's just so much like sort of tension in there, Rick. Looking at me? Yeah, I just feel like Rick's just like, mm, don't do that. Though. But you know what? We're family. We'll have a chat <laughs> and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll carry on after a short pause. Love Sport, 558 AM. Argentina flag, Argentina flag. Angel fist bump, fire. <laughs> Glasses, radio, fire, dodgy eyes, glasses, fire, radio, smiley face. Is that Mac Boy? It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of Morse code to one of our <laughs> listeners, Mac Boy. Thank you very much for your tweets, pal. Fist bump, fist bump, fist bump, fist bump. Hot. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Love Sport Radio with Last Word on Spurs. Ricky. I don't want to go from there. Sorry. <laughs> you want to pick up on Christian Eriksen? We're going to pick up on Christian Eriksen. Oh, I want to get the chaps' thoughts on it because obviously the news at the moment is Pochettino has come out as we've discussed and said that the, the contracts it's on the table but there's not much that's been happening apparently Eriksen's been stalling from what we hear I mean Jace you're concerned by the situation well I'm concerned but you, you know what I've thought all along he's, he's eyeing uh, I, I feel like he's he's waiting. Let's just say he's waiting for a, an offer from elsewhere, and when he gets it, then he'll he'll judge it. In, I mean, in fairness as well to him, he'd be entitled to sit down and, and ask the the person above him who's going to be boss here next year. Mm, that's fair. And, and it's one thing to say we mm. we should give him two hundred grand, which is exactly what he wants. But maybe he wants two hundred grand a week and a guarantee that the person in in charge of us next year is Pochettino. And maybe Pochettino saying, "Sorry, mate, I can't give you that." You, you, there's there's so many so many things that come into it. And and like I say, uh, you know, you you get this this snowball effect. I mean, if I switch it a, a second, you got Chelsea with Hazard at the moment. And people saying, why doesn't he sign it? We should be doing everything. But yeah. he's waiting for Real Madrid yeah. to make a genuine That's offer true. for him. Yeah, and Real Madrid are thinking, well, we'd like to go for Hazard, but we'll go for Neymar first. And if Neymar turns us down, we'll go for Hazard. So Hazard can't sign a, a contract at Chelsea, and he can't ask for a move to Real Madrid because they don't know yet if they want to buy it. All those types of things happen in a contract negotiation. So I, I think if Daniel Levy sat there honestly today and said to Christian Eriksen, there's a contract in front of you for 200 grand a week. Ericsson would still say, OK, thanks a lot, but I'll leave it until the end of the season before mm. I sign it, and I'll just see what else is going on. So it's, it's not a question of you just click your fingers and get it done with players. Mm. I think the, the big argument a lot of people would say, you've got to give him whatever, whatever he wants. I think I'd say to that is that maybe, he, you know, whatever you give him, he might, his dream is probably Barcelona. For, for me, I think that next season he won't be here. Um, really I do. I do think that. that uh, the, I think he basically. I think he's. You know, he's, he's in the last eighteen months of his contract, of course. Um, so we're entering the last year in the summer. Um, he's obviously entering his prime as well. Um, I think he's the perfect fit for Barcelona. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, and for me, just everything seems like I think that Barcelona is his dream. I got a quote here from him from 2014. He says, "I have a dream and a secret plan in my head, but I, uh, I keep it to myself. Right now, I live in the moment, enjoy the success I have." I think, to me, I, I think that his dream has always been to play for Barcelona, um, and I think that maybe this summer, I think that 
he 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 won't sign a new contract and he'll want to go. I think that's. Do Barcelona need him though? They've only just signed Coutinho recently. Okay. He, he's he's out of favour now, isn't mm-hmm. he? I, I th- for me, I think Eriksen's the perfect man for Barcelona. I think Barcelona and, and Christian Eriksen is just the perfect fit. So I, I honestly, I think that. I don't. Doesn't matter if they don't need him. I think that they will. Start, I just think that, it, that will be a move that could happen. Um, God. And just the way that he's, just the way he's speaking, um, and and the way Pochettino has spoken as well, it kind of sounds like that there might be a transfer happening. Yeah, I, I, I think the same. Uh, I think he could well be here next season if Barcelona don't make the move for yeah, him. Yeah. But I think if Barcelona wanted him, then, as yeah. you say, I think it's always been in his mind that he'd like to go there one day. And that's why you can say, you're right, give him whatever he wants. Well, that's a Barcelona contract, maybe. Yeah. So, And you can't possibly do that. So, well, do does Barcelona have the more? money? Well, well, that's the other thing. I mean, it depends. Like I said about the Hazard thing, mm. it depends who's on Barcelona's yeah. shopping list first. If if they wanted a, I don't know, if they wanted to sign Hazard themselves, yeah. they'll, they'll think right, that's going to cost you 160 million. We can't possibly bring them both in. So yeah. it, you're, you're partly dependent on the shopping list of those other clubs. It's just time, and it's whether you know. Obviously, do they have the funds? I think it's his dream, but whether they they have the capacity to bring him to the club, I think that that would be the only the only way that we'd probably get out of this with Christian Eriksen. But I think if they had the funds available, I think that that's a move that will probably And where he's clever is unlike Grealish and Zaha. Mm. If it is down to how much funds Barcelona have, he knows full well if he signs a contract at 200 grand a week now, then Tottenham can ask a hell of a lot more from him than if he turns Mm. that contract down. John, my only thing is, you look at the past with Spurs, we've been quite blessed in the fact that we had Carrick... Then went on to Modric. Now we've got Ericsson, and mm. I kind of feel like, okay. I mean, if you're Santos, we might lose Ericsson in the summer. I kind of do fear and look around and think, well, who are we going to bring in that we can actually afford to go into that middle of the park? Because mm. he's so important. Yeah, well, that's the that's that's why we go scouts, mate, isn't it? We don't all sit there and play football manager and, and and pick a player off of there. You're supposed to go and get a proper scouting mm. network, and they're supposed to be. That's why Grealish. Maybe the the thing was to bring Grealish in, and he's got a year behind Ericsson to, to, to see if you can step up now it'll be a, a gamble like that mm. the one thing I'd say with Ericsson is if you're losing a player like Ericsson you need to have a plan and I think that Absolutely. perhaps it. it gives us if we were to say look he's not going to sign and we kind of accept that his dream is Barca then um, you know it kind of gives us time to prepare and, and sign of identify someone that might come in to replace him I think Spurs maybe missed Trick Madison Mate, a good player yeah, possibly. He's a good player. There's, there's one that you. I mean, you had one on for. your books years ago, Pritchard, who was supposed to be the one that you know everyone was going to, uh, everyone was going to yeah. fight. I remember he had a season at Brentford, and then yes. I think Brentford wanted to take him on, uh, take him on a permanent. Spurs like, oh, no, <laughs> no chance. You know, um, I d- he's at Norwich did, now. Isn't did he? he get a broken ankle? No, he went to Huddersfield. Didn't Huddersfield. He? Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, but I have a feeling. I got a feeling he played a couple of minutes under Poch, and then he, didn't he get a broken ankle at an England injury. tournament or something? That's when, right, yep. Just at a time when you thought he might make the step up. Same and as that, Olimar. That cost Remember, him six months. Season Olimar in pre-season got an injury, yeah. never really got the chance to feature again. Yeah. Uh, Graham has tweeted in saying Isco Yuri Tielemans would be my choice mm. to ever replace uh, Ericsson. Uh, what about Illa Remendi? Do you remember him? <laughs> Well, David Moyes trying to pronounce his name. Ira Mandy. <laughs> Ira Mandy. I'm trying to find that clip. I think this goes to replace Ericsson and uh, Tielemans to replace Dembele. He makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, Tielemans is a good player. Huh? Dembele's another one, though. We don't know what's going to happen with him. Pochettino's come out he's, in his press conference and he said he, he could leave in January. So, yeah. again, that's another midfielder there. You let him go. Have we got enough to, fill the, have we got enough to keep us through to... 
the summer, do you think, if we lose Dembele now? Oh, he's been out for a long time. We've been reliant mm. on Sissoko and Winks. That's just been my only concern, that throughout Christmas, the amount of games they've had at, you know, as I've got to be honest with you, there's so many games Winks and Sissoko have had, and it's been mm. really unfair on them a little bit, but it's not Pochettino's fault, that's just his squad. As a replacement for Dembele, I would have gone for someone like Decorah at Watford, but I mm. can see them asking for crazy money. Yeah. Crazy yeah, money. yeah, well, I would. You know, he, he's, a, he's a decent player, Decorah. Yeah, and that's kind of where you got to decide. Do you go for someone now, and maybe so- someone not quite as good now, um, someone like Decore, or do you try and sign someone maybe a bit better in the summer for maybe a slightly more reasonable price? I mean, that's kind of one you got to look at. Um, I think one of them. There's another one, Diawara from Napoli. Yeah, that's another interesting. Um, yeah. That that's kind of come up a lot. Um, a very, I think he's twenty twenty or twenty one. Um, he's been very promising for Napoli. Um, he's certainly someone that I'd like to see coming in. It looks like Napoli are kind of willing to let him go, but yeah, we'll see. We'll Jeffrey Condogbia. Yeah, that's it's all the old names, isn't yeah, it? That's yeah, yeah, that's he's still, only, he's still only twenty four, twenty five. Yes, yeah. he's another one. Kessie, yeah. uh, whatever happened to Carvalho at uh, Sporting? He was yeah. linked William Carvalho. Club. Yeah, he's gone, and he's, he's ended up betters. still there, isn't he? Yeah. Is he still there? No, well, no, he he. he Terminated this West contract. Ham, West Ham we had the Rabio one, haven't we? This week, come out and say that Rabiot he feels he's beneath beneath Tottenham. Please give me a break. Have you seen his stats compared to Eric Dyer? Oh, he de- look, Moses Soko's keeping out the French team. Exactly. So, so please. Yeah. Ra- well, Rabio, he's, he's already said he's going to leave PSG at the end of the yeah. season anyway. Yeah. Be interesting to see where uh, where he goes. What well, Aaron Ramsey on a free? <laughs> that would do. He's a good player. Oh, 100 percent. I'll take him. And I don't understand. Don't understand why Arsenal. Why they they would give Özil the money when I think that Ramsey's probably the, the most baffling thing. The most baffling thing is the other day when they played about Aaron Ramsey as captain. Well, who, who did they play the other day? They they got beat and they 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 made him captain or something like that. And you're just thinking to yourself, hold on a minute. Why would you want him in your dressing room? That's all I was going to say. When people say pay them whatever they want, Meza Ozil got mm. paid whatever he wanted. How many think that was a good deal? That's a good point. Sorry, they got beaten by Liverpool. They, but I, I think he started mm. as captain. Mm. I, uh, I I believe he did. Did he? Yeah, he did. That's He's a great point of James there, though, about Baffin. playing players, whatever they don't want, doesn't mean they're going to go on and... And, and you also, paying them whatever you want, Ozil got it, and then the immediate knock-on effect is Ramsey wanted it, and giving Ozil it means they lose Ramsey, and that's why you can't do it. Absolutely baffling. Uh, they are on their way out at the Etihad uh, Stadium for Manchester City versus Liverpool. It's a game that we're going to be keeping you up to date with uh, as it progresses. We're going to be watching it with eagle eyes here in the studio. It's Love Sport Radio with last word on Spurs. Your news is up next. They dare to do, and the Lily Whites are going to score on you. They're no angels, but this season, Harry and the boys are going for gold. From White Hart Lane to Wembley, Spurs will always be North London's finest. It's the Tottenham Hotspurs Fans Show on Love Sport. Grand 
what a track. Oh, love it. What a track. Even Rosie had a little boogie. She's a Chelsea fan. She had a little boogie in the uh, in the studio outside, didn't you, Rosie? Love it. Love it. You got to jack it up a bit. Not 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 because my favourite bit's coming up. Not here. Not here. <laughs> A Chelsea fan doesn't want to no, play win the cup here. on wait, the wait, song. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> here, wait, wait, wait. here we go. Bring it up, bring it up. Win, win, win the cup, win the cup, win the cup. You're not looking too happy, Rosie, outside. She's not, it's just shaking her. The next bit is cut. Here we go, here we go. Bring it back up, bring it back up. Bring it. No, we don't want to sing Wembley. Wembley, Wembley, Wembley. God, no. We're not lane, we're not lane. They should rewrite this track, you know that. <laughs> of course, that track is uh, is a Spurs medic. We, we got rid of it for. I can't, just got rid of it already. I just wanted to hear them keep shouting Wembley, Wembley, Wembley. Uh, it's Last Sport Radio with last word on Spurs. Good evening. Thank you for joining us tonight. Manchester City and Liverpool have both taken to the field. Nil-nil. Three, well, nearly four minutes played at the uh, the Etihad Stadium. We're going to keep you right alongside all of the action this evening. Joining me this evening, Ricky, Jace, and uh, we've got a special guest. <laughs> he's not special, he's a regular, he's one of our own. It's Jamie from Daily Hotspur. Yeah. He's in the building. He's like that signing from Hull. It's the academy prospect, <laughs> isn't he? He's the academy <laughs> prospect. I don't think he's, he's, he's that prospect. one where, you know, you expect to sign someone flashy like Lee McQueen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was only oh. joking, I love Ow. you, mate. Ow. You expect to sign Lee McQueen and you sign Jared Bowen. From from Hull, no, I was like, I, who turns I'm, out to be just as good, <laughs> just as reliable. I was going to say, yeah. Lee's, Lee's the Soldado, isn't he? You, you sign a top class player, and you end up thinking, oh, <laughs> why did we ever sign him? Roasting all the. Hope you're listening, Lee. Roasting the colours on here. Bubba Watson, a very own, a very own colleague on this station, has said Telemans has been rubbish for Monaco, bringing Tongi lad until the end of the season. Do you know Tongi lad is? We, we just have, we just have a thing about you know doing Neil Warnock impressions and you know there's so a the old Sheffield United midfielder Michael, Michael Tong. Tong yeah because he he, he has this obsession with Michael Tong we actually had Michael Brown on Michael again Brown. over Christmas and we just asked him were you at, were you ever jealous of his relationship he had with Tong lad because he just he never said oh Brown lad he said Tong lad all the time uh, so yeah uh, Jake he said bring in Tong lad until end of season can't stand Neil Warnock no oh, people can vile, um, man. where where are we going we talking Samir. We can talk about Tramir. We've got a lot of cup games coming up. Some yeah. big, big ones. I mean, Tramir to come for Friday night. So those listening to the podcast tonight, hopefully it's on the eve of that game. And I think we're all kind of debating, wondering what kind of team we're going to put out for this one, Jace. Well, like I said, when we had Newport and Rochdale last year, we actually fielded quite strong sides, even with rotation. Mm. But you just feel with that Chelsea game on the, the Tuesday, yeah. how important is Tramir? And... I get the feeling shirt numbers will total near 400 in <laughs> the training <laughs> game. And, 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 uh, maybe we'll see... Well, I think Walker-Peters will come in, Foyth will come in, Gazaniga yeah. comes in. I just don't... Uh, he, he said mm. today, what, Wanyama and Dembele won't be ready. No. So what we know that Lamella is out due to illness. For Tottenham and Dembele returned to training but remain unavailable for the game. Dio was training today but... Started on-field conditioning. Wanyama is continuing outdoor rehabilitation. So, yeah. if, if he wants to keep with first-team squad players, it's pretty much the side yeah. that played against Cardiff. Mm, maybe with Nkudu. And, and the, the interesting thing is, does Lorente play? Or if they are looking to get rid of him in January, will they risk him getting injured? I, I don't know. don't know. 
drink, Jack. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're, we're incredibly limited in the options we've got, even just, just because of injury. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll be seeing a number of players who even played against Cardiff. Play. Yeah, Skip will play. Um, I just can't see Harry Kane playing. I think that I'm sure he'll be the one that's rested. Um, I think that means that Laurent has to come in. Is he in. still available for selection, Laurent? Yeah. 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 Even though he's put out in the papers pretty much every week I want to go I want to go <laughs> I want to go yeah um, look I think really we've not got much option to, to play him so um, I can't see anyone in the academy I think um, Troy Parrott obviously one we've said is too young because mm. um, I Sterling maybe on the bench or somewhere like maybe, that maybe yeah so I think that we'll probably be seeing um, although we could see someone like Lucas Mora up front he might yeah, go for might something like that. that I think TJ Ayoma was on a bench yep. recently wasn't yes, he so yeah. There's another one that might. It still won't be a bad team. You have Foyth in there. Foyth are quite a few, you know, regular players no, in the Premier League. So you got him. Probably see San- Sanchez and Sanchez and probably Foyth. Sanchez and Foyth. Mm. Um, and then probably coming in at left back, you probably see Ben Davis coming back uh, again, perhaps. So uh, central midfield is going to be the interesting one. Um, obviously, you know, is it going to be Skip and Winks? That's quite a risky partnership because it's very. Very lightweight and two very similar players. Um, Let, let's be fair, Tramir Rovers. They're not. They might no, not, you know, give you no. a game skill wise, but they're going to beat you up. You know, it's it's, a, it's it's League Two football where, effectively, you know, you've got to be pretty good at sort of anticipating where the ball's going to come down because it spends a lot of time in the air. Um, they they they're passionate. They they want to have a bit of a rock. I can't imagine the surfaces is going to be any good. Even though Prenton Park is one of the better grounds in that league, but you can expect a very physical battle. The thing for me is also, I know we say about the Carabao Cup game is obviously a semi-final, it takes the importance, but you know, Spurs, were, when you look at what is out there to win, let's be mm. realistic about it, we obviously, I don't think we're going to win the Champions League. Yeah. Premier League we're doing very well, but I don't see us win the Premier League. Therefore, that leaves you with the two domestic yeah. cup competition. I think we'd all rather win the FA Cup as well, surely, over the Carabao Cup, so... Well, yeah, I, I, mean, I, would, I would like the fact that Pochettino's first trophy, if he could beat Arsenal and Chelsea on the way... I wouldn't mind it being the Carab- and West Ham on the way. And West Ham and then yeah, beat true, Man City in true. a final. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the final was all done and dusted in February. Yeah. Bef- you know, before the, the serious knockout rounds of the Champions League yeah. and before the, the serious running. So I, I think from this point of view, I wouldn't say I don't care if we get knocked out by Tranmere, but yeah. I, I certainly won't be sitting there in a in mass depression if Tranmere knock us out. I would, yeah, but I, I, I think the, the, the no, papers will have a field oh, day. Paper, no, I would, the media I would, yeah, would have no, an no, absolute I, field I day. I'll be, I'll be gutted. If we go to the FA Cup to Tranmere no. on Friday night, I would be no, gutted. D- don't get me wrong, but I think if you could say to me, do you win at Tranmere and lose the Chelsea game, I know which one of the two I'd sooner... sooner Especially if we're doing the second leg. And then the FA Cup, if you do get knocked out of it, they now... They don't play any league games now, do they? On round four, round five, round six dates. So mm. maybe that builds you in your, your rest and recoveries. But for me, win that Carling Cup this or Carabao Cup this year mm. and, and get the final done and dusted in February. The pressure's off then about a trophy in February rather than having to go all the way through to May. Mm. I agree with that. I just don't think Spurs should be writing off any cup. I think mm. the way we are as a club mm. now, we should be taking every single cup seriously. The domestic ones, you win a couple of games, you're halfway through to a quarterfinal semi-final. Mm. Let's take a pause, chaps. We're going to come back. Uh, I don't know. Have we got any more listener questions? Are we? What we, what we got doing? A few. Yeah, we should. Yeah, but we're going to we're going to just sort of like meander through different topics. So last sport ready with last word on sports. Love sports. I've been 
suitably informed that Rosie is going to remix this into something else. <laughs> you know, I don't know what, but I'm hoping for good things. It's Love Sport Radio with your Tottenham Hotspur fans. Happy New Year if you uh, are just joining us. Do you know what? I, I've been been neglecting social media a bit. There's been a lot of bits about Tongi lad flying about. I don't, don't, don't think he's what Spurs need uh, just yet. Had a few more emojis. Uh, Carlos Blanco, also known as Chalky White, as uh, as 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 messaging. But Ricky, you have some more listener questions. We do. We've got a question from Dave Ellis, a regular listener. Dave, I hope you're well. He says, "What three managers would you choose to relegate given the chance?" <laughs> Can't stand no- Walnut. Klopp. He'd be one. Dice is awful, but I'm shaking for the last one. Klopp, maybe. Klopp. I go Klopp, Emery, Walnut. We're doing Jay. I think that's spot on, actually. Yeah, I, I, I think quite, that's not a bad yeah. choice. I think he's Maybe still Sarri like, thrown in as well. I don't mind. I don't mind Sarri. at the moment. Yeah, he does a lot. Well, I mean, obviously he's made them pretty rubbish, but <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean seriously, though, he's a very good manager. I'm sure he'll come good eventually. But um, yeah, I do like the way Sarri plays. So I think Warnock's number one all day. Though we're doing that. Uh, will Sarri last a season? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to be. Did you, see, did you read social media? I was like, some of the Chelsea fans are in absolute outrage well I know I mean obviously that's the big thing about Pulisic I mean I know he came out and kind of said I didn't know anything, I didn't know I didn't want um, Pulisic and it was kind of just a bit odd the way they do their transfers so um, yeah oh well, we'll <laughs> it's coming from a Spurs fan a bit odd yeah. the way they do oh, their yeah, transfers the true, irony so. in that comment true, your good friend Oli Gunnar Solskjaer might decide if Surrey stays too much longer because if not. Chelsea slip out of that top four and, and for whatever reason didn't get it we know he's, he's toasting re- the re- realistically with United I've, again you know, it'd be interesting to see how we do against Spurs, but the big ones are, are, are Liverpool and City for us. They're massive uh, for United. But, I mean, right now, you know, United have closed the gap to Arsenal. They're three points behind Arsenal now. When have you got Liverpool? End of February. All right. End of February. And then our run starts getting a bit, a little bit messy. We've got PSG, Man City, Chelsea. <laughs> All, like, amalgamated into one block. Well, we, we have a block like that. we got Dortmund... Possible Carabao yeah. Cup final, Arsenal. Chelsea, Arsenal, Arsenal, Dortmund. Yeah. And that, that's the big run for us. Yeah. I think that's the end of February, isn't it? Yeah, February, early March. Yeah, yeah. so United have got PSG, uh, PSG at home, Liverpool at home, Palace away, Southampton home, PSG away, Arsenal away, and City at home. So, mm. yeah, it, get, it gets interesting. It really mm. does get uh, get interesting. Jamie? Uh, yep, yeah, uh, on, so on the Man United game, actually, we've got a question from at, at Paul the Yid 003. Is the Man United game a turning point in our is season? Double O three. That is. That, that's not double O four. Double no, no. Double O three. Double O three. Is the Man United game a turning point in our season? Do we prioritise that? Uh, do we do we prioritise what we go for? We don't have the squad to go for everything. I think that's very true. Actually, I think um, obviously given the injuries we've got, um, and even when the players come back, I think that we, pr- you know, to be competing in four fronts is quite an ask for this squad. So um, personally, I don't think that we, as I've said, I don't think that our starting eleven and our squad is strong enough to compete with City and, and Liverpool this season. Unfortunately, um, so perhaps I, you know, I would like to see how far we can go in the Champions League. I think a nice run in the Champions League would be great and um, of course one of the Carabao Cup or the FA Cup would be I'd deem that as a very successful season I can see what he means because I think if you what's what's the gap to us Man United now is what 10 
Yes, ten, ten points. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yes, ten yeah. points. So yeah. if you beat them and you get that to thirteen, yeah. that's that's a big gap for Man United to pull back on. Yeah. So you you start to think, well, we'll definitely have top four football yeah, at point. that stage, yeah, and yeah. and then maybe you you do start, but then you got the second leg with Chelsea, and that mm. should dictate then <coughs> where the priorities mm. go as whether you're going to pick up a trophy as, as well as finishing the top four. This is not offense to Solskjaer because he has come in, he's made a difference. You can see they're playing good football now, United. But let's just put into you know perspective the teams they've beaten they've not been anyone well in, in fairness you say that that they haven't beaten anyone but you know they lost at Huddersfield last year well, and yeah, the Mourinho yeah, and, no, I, and it's the fact that they're not beating those teams in the first place or not yeah. beating them in the style they should be beating mm. them in that brings that brings Solskjaer into but the I'm club, sure fans it? Aaron like yourself you'll be judging him it does what he does in the big games as well, right? You're not going to be judging him about, you know, of course, beating the flat track bullies. No, you know what? I, I think the one thing that United fans are living off right now is the hype that he's brought around. And in terms of, you know, the positivity around the place, mm. everyone wants to go and watch United now. Reading in the cup, Reading up, you know, down the, the bottom mm. members of the championship, it's sold out. Yeah, Saturday yeah, yeah. 12.30, it it's sold out. People want to go and watch United again. You know, um, he's brought just this, I mean, you look at how United attacked yesterday with attack, uh, with, with, with sorry, with pace, you know, with, with a bit of flair and that's all you want to see. You want to see the players giving a bit of heart. Um, I still think with three to four players off challenging properly, um, whether we pick up one of them in January, to be honest, again, it's baffling with what's going on in Italy, I, I, I'd be shocked if, you know, United don't go and say to Kaladu Koulibaly, you know what, we'll get you out of that situation. Let, let's mm. let's bring you over here, we'll get you out of that situation, come over here, come and play some decent football and, and you know, join a bit of a revolution. I think if, if United win the FA Cup or, I'm not sure about top four, I think if they, they win the FA Cup, I think so shall stay. Mm. Top four is going to be tight, I think, this season, isn't it? A, a lot of people yeah. are... Yeah. Uh, Liverpool have just hit the post through Sadio Mane and... Calamitous, oh sheer God. calamity! Wow, what a what a uh, what an interesting bit of defending by Manchester City. There, Liverpool <laughs> hit the post. John Stones. Liverpool hit the post. John Stones then smashes the ball off of his own goalkeeper. It still heads towards goal, and it might be Vincent Company, but Liverpool are again punched out by Edison and uh, City. Wow, City can take a bit of a breath there. Joe Love, you were an interested p- bit of defending. That's what's defending any kind of defending like that. God. I'm Manchester United. We have Phil Jones in our back line. That's defending, pal. That was that Gary Doherty of the 90s. That was defending. That was the Doc and Gardner <laughs> at the back. <laughs> we're, we're, start, to Rico. we're starting to see good one-twos in defending. Cause, wasn't it Castellani and Mustafi or something at Anfield that played a one-two for Firmino's goal? Oh, yeah. don't, I just don't want City to collapse like, uh, like Arsenal did. But... Um, yeah, I, he, he wins the FA Cup. Then you know you, you never know. But I agree with you to an extent, Jace, about the, the, these teams. You know, you went in. I think with Cardiff, you just wanted a positive result after the absolute stink United had against Liverpool. You wanted a positive result. You got five goals. Huddersfield was always going to be his homecoming. Bournemouth was interesting because they've had um, you know rave reviews. Let's be fair. A lot of people have been praising the way they play. Newcastle was tough yesterday, um, but. After Reading, that's where the serious stuff begins. Spurs is going to be a uh, wow! What an interesting that's game! A great game. But, uh, yeah. if, if anyone's not going, if you want to watch it somewhere, don't mind. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a little social, shouldn't we? We could do a little social. We could. I mean, it's going to be a great game that. But I think mm. Spurs. We've got a massive, massive January coming up. We're in it now. The Carabao Cup game. I suppose that is another one that we're going to turn our focus to because of the magnitude of this game. Jay, semi-finals, as we know, down the years, haven't <laughs> always been our. Um, 
Oh, great spot. We've got to follow our getting on the line, haven't we? Two well, legs it, as well. Semi-finals, it's it's one of the big rivals. It's it's the game that I think, it's the opponent that I think motivates this Tottenham team more than, than any other opponent. It certainly motivates Pochettino more to, 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 to reach a final, having beat the three teams that will mock us most for bottling and things like that. You know, the, the whole... The whole package of that game, I think, is is absolutely massive, and I I sacrifice the man, not sacrifice it, but to reach that final. And if we lost to Manchester United, so be it. I think getting to that final mm. and knocking them out over two legs would be huge as well. Mm. I, think, I think Chelsea. I think it's the same way. To be honest, it works kind of works both ways. I think Chelsea really raised their game. Or well, they didn't obviously this season uh, at Wembley. Um, but I think that's the one thing that concerns me. Maybe I think obviously they'll be out looking to try and avenge that defeat. Um, I certainly think that they're going to be a lot a lot tougher proposition than they were in the league so um, yeah but of course you know you look at their form recently they are there for the taking I think if there's any time that we wanted to play Chelsea it's now so I think it's um, yeah certainly the best time to be playing Chelsea 20 minutes gone at the Etihad 20 minutes past 8 o'clock right here on Love Sport Radio nil-nil between Manchester City and Liverpool Liverpool have gone close uh, hitting the post plus uh, a calamity at the bat for City which uh, could have been very very interesting Indeed, we are going to come back. We've got a short, yeah, well, we'll go for a short pause and we'll be back next. This is Love Sport. This is just, I just don't understand how City are not playing that champagne football. We were just talking here on the break. You know, before they used to just sort of slick past teams, they'd find those gaps, find those spaces, but they just can't seem to do it. And it just, it it baffles me. It really baffles me how in the past few weeks it's just turned off. It's like a switch has just been switched off. Hopefully it's permanently. You say hopefully it's permanently. Yeah, they've permanently turned off. Well, not for today, Rick. Not well, for today. For the rest of the season. Let's get a let's get a call. Ravens on the line. Happy New Year, pal. Happy New Year, guys. Look, I'm, uh, the reason I'm calling. Um, I, look, I think we're having a great season so far. Um, I'm confident. Um, you know, I'm, I'm obviously hoping that Man United, uh, sorry, Man City and Liverpool have a couple of players sent off, and it's a boring, and it ends up being a nil-nil draw. But obviously, we can we can only wish. But with regarding um, us and transfers and Christian Eriksen um, and all that kind of stuff, there's like you know I think we can agree if he's going to go to Barcelona, he's going to go to Barcelona. Um, we and you mentioned about who we could get for him. Well, I look at Liverpool and they you know they got 142 million for Felipe Coutinho, and um, everybody thought that that was going to be a big miss and you know how are Liverpool going to survive? And they've actually thrived from there and. I don't see any reason why we shouldn't. It might mean a different style of football. I don't know. But I think that Pochettino, as long as he stays, we'll, we'll, we'll have a handle on that. We can, you know, we can survive this. And I, and I can still see us thriving. I still, I think after the, I remember after the Arsenal defeat, I called you guys and said that we would be, um, uh, I think we were fifth after the Arsenal defeat. I said, don't worry, we're going to be, we're going to be top three, if not top two. I still think, I still think that's the case. Um, I don't think we're going to buy anybody in in January. Unfortunately, um, I think they'll, they'll they'll just wait till um, they'll wait till June. And I'm still hoping that we get the one I want is Tangay Ondombele from um, mm. from Lyon. Quality player. Yeah. Quality player. 
I think you make a really good point if if Ericsson was to go because you know Liverpool sold that at the time was perceived as their best player Coutinho yeah. and everyone says you know why Liverpool backed Klopp well that is the equivalent of us selling Ericsson and then bringing in Ndombele and whoever else we want be it mm. whoever else and, and you do have to find a different way and 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 that's how clubs evolve and so there is a possibility but um you know, let's hope we do agree on an Ericsson deal. But like you, and the other thing would be that if, you know, when people talk about us not winning trophies, and if you've had basically the same squad, let's be fair about it, that all the big games we've played are those same players, you start to think, well, yeah. is there just mm. a tiny little flaw in each of those key yeah. players that lets you down when they play collectively as a group? So, you know, yeah. I, I desperately hope we sign Christian Eriksen, but if he goes, then it's it's the key thing is how you replace, not that you need to hmm. okay, yeah. yeah obviously e- totally totally echo what Jason said I think he's obviously of course a guy that we desperately need to be tying down um, I mean if we were to lose him it would be interesting to see kind of how we were to reinvest the money I don't know whether we'd go just for a direct replacement we'd um, obviously um, maybe the money could be better invested in, in two really solid full backs and a really strong central midfielder um, such as uh, Dombele um, but yeah it'd be quite interesting to see whether money would be reinvested if, if that was to be an unfortunate case I suppose the flip side is we did it once with Bell and yeah, you know, we sold him so, and what was yeah, it true, signed true was it sold, sold, sold Elvis signed the Beatles mm. or whatever and the Beatles ended up being more like well <laughs> Atomic Kitten or whatever didn't they <laughs> <laughs> I think. Maroon 5 <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Maroon 5 have done a couple of nice tunes. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Raven. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Sorry, yeah, mate. We'll try and get some Maroon 5 on for you next as well. <laughs> I was gonna say, Raven, you've just, you've just blown the meat up that we was going to plan with you as well now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Raven, uh, just very quickly, your thoughts on tonight's game, Man City taking on Liverpool? Well, um... It's a tough one. I mean, look, I, you know, I'm actually not watching it. I'm obviously listening to you guys. I, 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 put, I would put Liverpool as the uh, as the favourites to win um, to win this game. I think. I mean, they, you know, the fact the transformation in their defence. I mean, what's it? Seven goals all season. That is absolutely unbelievable. And um, you got, you know, fair play to Klopp, and you know, he, he's done really well, and he seems to have. Um, um, Guardiola's number. I think. Uh, I don't think Guardiola's got a, a winning record against Jurgen Klopp. Um, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's going to be a Man City win because, yes, I know people laugh, but we are in the title race. It's unlike you know we're, you know we've got obviously less chance of winning it, but we're in the title race. And you know as 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 the oracle says, just win your next game 18 times, and you never know. We could we could still take that title. So, yeah. Obviously, those, those Manchester United next week. That's going to be um, that's going to be a big statement game. That is going to be a because obviously you know people are going to be all over that game because of the obviously the old Pochettino to Man United and whether Solskjaer will stay. Well, I hope you know I hope we absolutely stuff Manchester United next week and they'll be they're begging us to have. Be careful what you wish for, mate. <laughs> Watch, watch out, Aaron's just about to cut you off, mate. Beca- no, no, no. I, I, don't, I don't have the facility to do that from inside the studio. Rosie outside, it, she controls everything like that, but be careful what you wish for. You stuff us next week, Liverpool stuff us, Man City stuff us, and, well, 
Uh, you just don't know what can happen. Ricky's shut his eyes right now. Ricky can't watch. Ricky can't watch. Raven, thank you so much for your call this evening. No you worries, can give guys, us a call. You. Have a good one. Happy New Year, pal. Um, you can give us a call this evening as well. 0208 7025. I've got a great quiz, uh, uh, question from a listener. Uh, but I'm going to ask it after the break. Love sports. Thank you very much, Rosie, who's tonight's DJ for uh, chucking us that maroon. Five. Just leave it. There, just leave it there for a bit. Leave it there for a bit. Do you like some? It's all right. It's all right. It's it's one of their better I ones. I've got so right to keep you happy now. You like that? She will be loved. <laughs> That's a terrible song. That's a terrible. Jace, do you like Maroon Five? Prefer the Jackson Five, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know Maroon Five is. <laughs> the Jackson Five. Uh, Jane from Daddy, this is very much your era, isn't it? Mm, yeah, not fun. I think it's a few years ago. It's kind of the thing you put over like a montage of like best bits from a school trip. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nan's uh, Nan's yeah. eighty, yeah. <laughs> you know, down down the local hall, yeah. and just like you yeah. know, just put this, yeah, the digital photo frame. <laughs> you know, um, is, is this what gets on now? That's what I get all music. Yeah. Eight hundred and fifty-eight or something or whatever we're up to. <laughs> do, do you know what? Truth be told, I've got a cousin um, who's who's got like autism. He's got every single now, but. He he loves them. He's the only person How many are they up to? He's on like now 100 and something. Wow. <laughs> and he's got... He's the Spurs squad numbers my, my, at training. My, my, <laughs> my, my other cousin told me he's got the best of now, so all the now number ones. <laughs> oh. The best of And now. it's like a five-disc edition, and he goes, it's heavy, man. <laughs> 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 um, do you know who I don't like? I don't like Pink. Mm. Do you know Pink? Mm. Not a fan. Could offend many of our listeners here. Could do, be do, pink do, you like, do you like Pink? Rosie, you do like it. I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all. Uh, Vanch has tweeted us in. Thank you very much for your tweet this evening. And if Ericsson leaves the Barca and Spurs aren't able to use the funds to replace him, won't that start a domino effect where players slowly leave and aren't replaced due to lack of investment? See Spurs falling back into the pack once this crop moves on. If, 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 if. There's a hell of a lot of ifs in it. So, mm. <laughs> we, we, we don't, I mean, if... If you sold an Ericsson, but you do replace him properly, then then maybe it doesn't. I think that the first thing we got to sort is the, is the boss. Get the boss's future sorted Spot first, and then hopefully everything else clicks into place. Jamie, mm. do you know what? I think Rabin made a very good point about um, how you know it was kind of perceived that Coutinho would be a huge loss at Liverpool, um, and obviously you know look at them now. You know they're flying in the league, um, so you know. I, I, one thing they did do is where's the where's the Philip, Philip Coutinho money gone? It's gone on Allison. It's gone on Van Dyke. So you know they've gone in invested areas where they were obviously weaker. I think obviously our attack is extremely strong. So perhaps you know I don't know whether whether if it was to depart the club, maybe you know you could go and sign some top players in areas that we but need. But would they? Would that again? We we come back to this route one point. Are we going for the Jared Bowens of this world? Or are we going to go for you know someone who's 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 got a bit about them? Someone who could who could change the way you know people maybe look at Spurs and people talk about Spurs. You you how how can you you keep fighting and fighting and fighting? And say yeah, we're challengers, we're challengers, we're challengers. But when you're not investing and not ploughing forward at the right level of player I just, I just baffles me well there's four players isn't there that we would talk about the, the job that whether Poch would want to leave or not because he'd have to rebuild Man United you look at it and you think Toby's future Ericsson's future uh, Moussa Dembele Victor Wanyama there's four big mm. big positions and they all need serious players mm. to, to, to bring Spons, in yeah. you can't I mean you know Jared 
Bowen or whatever would be a homegrown to chuck into the squad yeah. who replaces Unkudu in the squad. Mm. That's that's not something. Does Unkudu class as homegrown? I love it. Inkudu no, class as a player. In the Premier League squad. Does Inkudu class as a player as an object? <laughs> you know it? what? I'm convinced. All these players that <laughs> like, isn't he the skeleton in the medical all, office? All these players, <laughs> all these players that you see doing nothing, end up like doing work around the training ground, like a bit of painting here Gardening, and there. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. bit bit of gardening, bit of this, bit of that. You did, know, did Inkudu wear the Chelsea shirt? Wasn't he? he oh, yeah. Chelsea yeah, shirt. yeah, yeah. Because he, he was friends with um, Rosie. All yeah. fancy taking Inkudu off her hands. Rosie, do you want to take Inkudu? No, no. Doesn't look too happy with that one. Anyway, moving on. Uh, thank you very much, Vanch, for your tweet. Uh, Ricky, what you got? Anything for us? Well, I just think for us at the moment, I mean, Raven said about being awake, we're just we're just dissecting the squad at the moment. Mm. And as I said, I don't expect anything to happen this January. I think no. Spurs, the squad is the squad. Pochettino, he's done all along. He's got the best out of it so far. I just think we can't wait to get to a new stadium. I think that's got to be the focus for us. Mm. Once we're in that new stadium, fingers crossed, you know, it's fairly, fairly soon. I think that will give everybody a lift around the club. But we're still in a great position. As I say, look, we're in, we're in every competition still fighting on all four mm. fronts. And I think the way he has managed the squad so far, you have to say, yeah. JC, it's been impeccable what, what he's had to deal with at the moment. Well, as I said the other night, you know, going into the season, the, the whole challenge was close the gap on Manchester City. He's done that, We've yeah. done that. We've got exactly the same number of wins as Manchester In fact, we've got one more than Manchester City, haven't we? Until tonight. Um, we're in the Champions League knockout rounds. We've got a semi-final of the Carabao Cup. So if we'd have gone and signed 10 players in the summer, would yeah. we actually be any better off at this stage of the season it may well be over the course of the next 12 weeks that strength will come in but we couldn't be better off than we currently are Hmm. yeah I think also uh, one one big thing I think at the moment obviously we scored fantastic game against uh, Everton Bournemouth and Cardiff I think that's really made me excited again to be a Spurs fan I think performances have just been fantastic so a lot to look forward to I think in the coming year just had a look at that uh, replay of that bit of defending from Manchester City and what's happened is, is Stones has gone to absolutely hoof the ball away but Edison has parried it back towards his own goal it's actually a very very good save if you look at it from, uh, from Edison it's deflected towards uh, goal and uh, well it's been uh, it's been hooked back off the line with Salah trying to push it over an interesting game so far nil nil between Manchester City and Liverpool the yellow card coming out uh, again uh, let's go to the lines Callum is on the phone how are you Callum yeah not too bad guys how about you is Callum it Callum Wilson <laughs> is, he, is he ringing uh, in to sign I, I for us I wish I was Callum Wilson oh, right. I wish he was at our club but we're never going to get him to be honest Sounds like Chelsea are going to have him. <laughs> you never know with the way their transfer their transfer policy is, Callum. You just do not know who they're going to sign. Uh, what do you want to say this evening, pal? Uh, I'm thinking just going on what you guys have really said already, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> we're not going to get anyone, and it still is very much painful. <laughs> But who would you bring at the moment, Cal, if you had the choice? The thing at the moment I look at now, players that realistically we could sign. In this window, I just don't think this is the window to address either the central midfield options, because I don't see the players out there that can come in now to make a difference, and also the fullback areas. And listen, I think Davies and Trippier have done a good job for Tottenham, but if you say to me, are they going to be ever our first choice fullbacks? I think the answer is no. I think that's an area we can only really look at in the summer. What do you think? Um, yeah, I think the full-backs in the summer, but maybe the central area would be something to look at. So maybe going out and, say, putting in a £30 million bid for Decore, something like that. 
I don't think 30 million will get you to Corey Powell. I think they want about 40, 45. I think they yeah. want 40, 45 million. This is a Watford side who, who who have got a bit of bunts about them now. They've got owners who are, who are willing to splash the cash, and I don't think I think they realise how important uh, Abdullah Decore is to that side. And and to be honest, I just can't see them um, see them part with them for 35 million pounds. I know what you mean by that kind of player as well. He's a good quality player, knows the league very very well. But you know, is he is he is he, you know, for, for the budget that Spurs are on, is he is he the kind of player that you're going to be able to pick up? I, I'm, I, um, oh, sorry, Jace. I was, was going to say, maybe maybe the one thing we could learn from, from Chelsea yesterday, if we do want to go and buy a couple of big players, is is to is to say, look at a Wan-Bissaka or look at uh, Ndombele and say, I tell you what, we'll, we'll sign him now, but you can have him for the rest of the season. It worked with Liverpool and, and Cater last year. Obviously, Chelsea have just agreed with Dortmund and then they're going to immediately loan him back there. And so maybe maybe that's the thing. Leon would want to keep Ndombele for the Champions League. So you, you agree the deal now and say, OK, keep him for the rest of the season. It doesn't help us now, but are we better to get the player we want now but have to wait three or four months than, than end up losing the one we genuinely want in the summer? Well, it didn't make any difference when we got Deli Ali. It helps them. And it so helps I've, got to, I've got to stop you there, Callum. I've got to stop you there. Sergio Aguero has scored his 250th goal for Manchester City. What a finish. It is balling from the left-hand side by Bernardo Silva. I've lost my headphones in the process because I've gone absolutely <laughs> radio <laughs> rental. But... As uh, Sergio Aguero has scored Aaron, for as Manchester speak, City. As we speak, Liverpool have launched a petition to, uh, <laughs> to have Sergio Aguero's goal They're saying disallowed. that his hair was so was bright. Outside. His hair was so bright that it blinded Alisson. It was. It's a what, what, a what a brilliant goal. goal. The ball in from the left-hand side. And, and, I mean, Aguero, who was actually down on the deck... Whilst, uh, whilst you know the the build up play was taking place, he's played on side oh, by Lovren, brings the ball in and just fires it past Allison. Manchester City one, Liverpool nil. What a fantastic finish by Sergio Aguero. He loves scoring against Liverpool, and City take the advantage. Callum, carry on, pal, because I need <laughs> I need I need a rest. I need to sit down. What what is it with Liverpool what? and that name Sergio? <laughs> Thinking oh. of Ramos. Why is, oh. is it with Liverpool and that name Lovren? Best, <laughs> best defender in the world. Oh, oh, best in the world, pal. <laughs> best in the world, Southampton. Go on, Callum. <laughs> oh, I just, I'm just quite happy, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> time I'm going to be... You should call her off, you right up, innit? <laughs> <laughs> it, it covers up for our transfer business. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I think I might just be like Jace, just sit there unhappy until it comes around each time. <laughs> don't, don't ruin Rick's oh. enjoyment for the no, year. No, the it's, thing is full blown. No, nah, listen, I don't expect anyone to sign this window. I've said it before. I think the areas that we need to invest in, it won't be to the summer. Mm. I think the likes of Jared Bowen are being targeted because realistically, we're not going to bring in players now. Um, I think we're just kind of looking to fill that homegrown quota so we can get another man in the Champions League squad and just increase the depth of our squad. So I think it's not. I, I think we're looking. Maybe we are looking too much into. Um, are we lacking? ambition by targeting a player by Jared Bowen I think that we are just you know we are just trying to improve the depth of our squad so yeah 40 million Wambasaka let Palace keep yes, him for the rest of the 100%. season right Callum look we're running out of time but what I'm saying is I don't know if you know much about Charlton Athletic but <laughs> when you phone up you know Sergio Aguero scored so I'm going to say, can you call back in about 40 minutes' time? We'll get you on. You can have a natter about Charlton. And hopefully City will get a second, maybe a third as well. Because 
we need oh, the luck. We need all it. the luck we can get, pal. Thank you so much for joining us this evening, Callum. There, the uh, the Spurs fan, uh, coming on having a chat. What a great call that was. Thank you very much for it, Cal. Uh, Eight forty-three. We're going to take a pause. Love Sport five five eight a.m. We're gonna win the league. We're gonna. No, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, about that, guys. Uh, yeah, come on, City, please. Just we're approaching half time. By the way, they're into two minutes of added time at the Etihad. Loads of empty seats everywhere. I'm not really sure why, but hey. Well, they said people dressed as seats. Yeah, people dressed as seats. <laughs> people have gone for a cup of tea early. Cup of tea yeah. early. Cup half of tea. Time. A bother. It is cold outside, so you never know. They've gone for a, for a, for a, for a warm beverage and maybe a, a pie or something Don't like that. Don't cover from Aaron. I'm not gonna. But just just come on. Just give them as much encouragement as you can. <laughs> I'm not interested. Oh, City have picked up the ball on the uh, halfway line with Sterling. Um, but yeah, they're into the uh, 46th minute. Their Manchester City won Liverpool now. A phenomenal goal. Not just a goal, a phenomenal goal mm. by uh, by Sergio Aguero has put City one goal to the good as we approach half time. Anthony Taylor showing cards like a dealer in a casino, isn't he? <laughs> Let's be fair. Left, Ooh, right, and centre. Um, Ricky, where are we? Well, let's look ahead to the Chelsea game, the Carabao Cup. I think we've done enough on Tramir for the moment. Let's maybe try and predict, if we were going to predict the team for Chelsea, who would be our favourable start eleven? It's probably the biggest game of our season now, as it comes up. I think it will be exactly the same team as Cardiff. Mm. OK, so, right. Do you know, the, the other argument, I know, uh, I do think it should be Loris, but the other argument you might have is, obviously, is it fair to just drop Gazaniga, seeing as he's got us here? Uh. Yeah, that's uh, a good I'm one. Yeah, that. Yep, I'm so, forgetting that. It will uh, be Gazaniga. Because uh, he played at Arsenal, didn't he? But you said that, Jason. If we get to the final, listen, yeah. please, God, we get to the final, what does he do then? I, well, mm. last time it was. This is Remember, he went in the semi final and he went to Larice. Yeah. I think in the final, it's. it's and he's club captain. Do you know, so, see, I, I, don't, I don't actually see it. I don't see him dropping. Um, uh, Loris for the Chelsea game, so I'm sure Loris will be the guy really? that does start. Um, that's not, that's not based on form. I'm yeah. just saying that I think that Gazaniga maybe might start just because of um, obviously you know. Yeah, we've seen sorry. In the past, yeah, I agree. But, um, I think Gazaniga will start that. Maybe Michel. Vaughan. I'm thinking outfield, but yeah, you're right. I think yeah, Gazaniga yeah. will start. Yeah, so I, I, I could sure it'll be pretty much the same as what we saw against Cardiff. Whether Yamatong, obviously he's returned to full training now, yep. so it, it, that could be quite close. Um, so I have fingers crossed that maybe he might be back. He's returned as well. Whether he's enough that game, I don't know. No, All I'd say is, I hope I don't see any player return for the Chelsea game. I want the fittest, strongest mm. team now. Yes. Not somebody that you can pick oh, yes, and then yes, think yes, after sure. 60 minutes you're going to have to bring him off because he'll be tired mm. or he'll be struggling for mobility. Let's pick mm. our strongest team right now, fitness-wise, for that Chelsea game. What do you think advantage-wise we're going to need to be confident enough to go... Obviously, because it's, it's not really worked in our favour in terms of advantage for the second leg. What do you think we're going to need to go into the second leg with? What kind of lead are we going to have to go there with? Yeah, true. We might um, not even need a lead. You think? No, not necessarily. I'm, I don't think. Yeah. We won there last time. They've just mm. been beaten at home by Leicester and drew at home to Southampton without yeah. even scoring That's a goal. Good point. That's a good point. So I'm not. Yeah. S- I mean, it's not, you mean it's not the bill and end of them? We don't no, get the I mean, result. If yeah. we went there with a one-goal sure. deficit, can we come back? And if we go there two-one up, I wouldn't necessarily say it's all over. I, no. I think you know. I don't think that either side is going to win the first leg four-nil. So I think you'll still go to Stamford Bridge, and it will be down to that second game. Hopefully, mm. we go there with a. I'd like to go there with a two-goal lead for sure. But mm. I, it, I mean. If 
if we go to Stanford Bridge even with a deficit I wouldn't count us out that's for sure mm. no I think yeah Jason's spot on there I think um as I said, I think it just is the perfect time to be playing Chelsea. But um, as we always say, I think it's that big thing. You know, form does go out the window with Derby. So um, especially with Chelsea, we know that they, you know, obviously saw it in the in the season. Leicester won the league at the Battle of the Bridge. You know, Chelsea really raised their game for that um, that clash. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see kind of how it pans out. But I, I think Jason's right. I don't think we need to be taking necessarily taking a lead to Stamford Bridge. Wouldn't, wouldn't you quite enjoy a, a nice first leg win yeah. and then a Battle of the Bridge Mark 2 <laughs> where we just go wrecking ball football it would be brilliant everyone. I mean that ba- Battle of the Bridge again. 1 was brilliant. genuinely yeah. one of the most incredible mm. nights Ch- the best thing is when I said someone's throwing a right hook and Goose Hiddink is down <laughs> 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 it was brilliant it was actually just genuine yeah. it was so funny uh, and the tensions were so mm. high and how did Eric Dyer's but that you know what I love that kind of stuff the best thing was that's what I would say with uh, Carl Smile without you behind it yeah the montage <laughs> so I was I was <laughs> Maroon 5 boy <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, that night, I was very proud of the team, actually, although it was kind of, it was embarrassing, maybe the way that we did go out, it was nice, it, you know, you always like to see your team showing that kind of passion, mm. and, and I think that that's kind of where we kind of knew this Pochettino team really, you know, did care for the club, and, and we're probably going to be quite a special team, but yeah, I was proud of that night, so. Right, let's look ahead to the game uh, tomorrow night the, uh, the, the FA Sorry. Cup third round is here the first weekend of January it's always a special weekend uh, Tottenham Hotspur travelling to the Whittle and uh, to uh, to go and watch uh, well to, to, to go and take on Tramier Rovers now guided by Mark Palios do you remember Mark Palios? Yeah, former FA Sven's boss, wasn't he? Well, yes, CEO of the uh, the Football Association. Him and his family running the club now. He's taken them out of the conference and into the back into the football league. It's not going to be uh, uh, easy against Tranmere Rovers. We're looking at uh, a high a high um, a squad number rate. I think that's 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 the num the name we're looking for. <laughs> Yeah, isn't it? I think if the the squad numbers are less than three hundred, we'll we'll get through. If they're <laughs> over three hundred, we might be in trouble. Uh, Mickey Mellon is the gaffer at uh, at Prenton Park. What are you chaps expecting? Are you, are you expecting like a a bit of a route? What, what, what do you want from it? Just a simple one. Keep it clean. Keep it simple. Score a couple and just shut it down by the seventieth minute. One of them ones. That'll do me if it's a, yeah. Just just go there and just ideally get the win. Yeah, I, I kind of. I kind of feel that the last thing Tottenham will want is a replay, oh, no. which kind of makes me think that's the most likely outcome of the yeah. game, and then we'll we'll beat them at, mm. at MK in a replay or something. <laughs> that's why Pochettino might go full strength. Oh, no, sorry, not full strength, but um, a fairly strongest team because he'll know that even if he does have, you know, he have, has to sacrifice a few players by playing them, it's better than getting that replay. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking, and they they are ninth in League Two, so. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously a side that we... Even our, even our second string, really, or whatever you want to call yeah, it, a backup sure, team should be sure. enough to beat them. You have sure. a like, so 4-4 on there, Sanchez, But it wasn't Mora. Rochdale and it wasn't Newport. Yeah. Well, it was a fair play, yeah. yeah. So, I th- I th- to be honest, I think it will be... Fa- I think we've kind of experienced these ties before. I think they're always going to be tough. They're never going to be... A- I don't see us being a tie that we're going to go there and, and thrash them. I think it will be a pretty 
a tough battle for us. And um, it's Tramir's glory night, isn't it? It's their chance yes, for their players yes, to sure. play on the big stage, live on TV. Is it BBC doing yes, it? Or yes, right, so yeah. big chance for them to impress. And you know, we saw how difficult that was with with um, with Newport and Rochdale mm. last year. So it's it's one where if if you get your attitude right, yeah. you should go through. But um, you know, as I say, squad numbers less than three hundred, please. <laughs> That would be good. And then Chelsea at, uh, at Web. I mean, what a game. I mean, yeah, great what a game news. that's yeah. going to be. I'm looking forward to it. What a week Spurs have ahead of them. Mm. It's huge. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be good. Yeah. Are we looking ahead to the United game yet? Um, too far away, mate. Too far. Too one far. game at a time, as Poch says. One game at a time. One game at a time. Don't get ahead of yourselves. <laughs> um, chaps, any other any other points you want to bring up ahead of, uh, ahead of those two fixtures? Chelsea, I mean, you're going to be wrestling some players from... Full whack. What the Chelsea game? Yep. Oh god, yeah, yeah. First team out. That's a, it's the biggest game of our season to come. Listen, yeah, I know we've sure. got a Champions League last sixteen game, mm. but you're in a semi final of a cup. Everyone oh, is yeah. labelling Spurs as bottlers. Can't get over the line. Go and win that. Mm. Go and win the final. And I think some of those questions go away. I know people maybe say it's only the Carabao Cup, but it's a step on route to seeing mm. this team eventually go over the line mm. and get a trophy. I think. Uh, it's the biggest game for them as well because mm. they're not going to win the Premier League they're no. not in the Champions yeah. League so it's it's their chance they're as well. in the Europa yeah I, I think mentally, mentally uh, and um, kind of psychologically it'll be big for Spurs if we can try and overcome finally overcome this um, thing of semi-finals um, obviously we, we <laughs> did uh, we did overcome Sheffield United but um, I think a big test like Chelsea will be uh, good for trying to improve our psychological yeah so yeah, I mean we are watching. So just to go off off topic, we are watching the uh, the the replay of the uh, the goal. Uh, or the, sorry, the goal that didn't count, if you like. Uh, John Stones slamming it into Edison and it being deflected into there. Jason, if you had to describe sort of the 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 the, the inches, it's not even inches; it's millimeters, centimeters of the ball that that wasn't over the line I mean genuinely absolutely baffling Liverpool fans will be the amount of salt this is gonna oh. if this stays the same they'll, they'll be complaining that the fourth official's technology doesn't work or something, <laughs> won't it? And, and like I say Sergio Ramos has pulled the plug out of the <laughs> online genuinely decision or something. The, the tiniest of margins uh, have kept uh, uh, have kept Manchester City uh, in the game they are one goal to the good though uh, against um, against Liverpool through a fantastic goal uh, by Sergio Aguero. How do you see this one finishing, chaps? Well, I hope and pray City are going to get over the line. But I don't know, Liverpool, they, they do look fairly Yeah, they've, attack, got, they've had the better chances, haven't yeah. they? So, um, yeah, they certainly look like they're growing into it. But, um, yeah, I think, well, obviously City are a very strong side and proven to be very good defensively. I think Stones and company have had a very good half. So, hopefully they can uh, try and keep the likes of Salah and Mane and Firmino at bay. Jace? It's starting to look a bit like the Battle of the Bridge. There's been a few tasty challenges out there. I thought company yep. could have easily gone for that. A bad one on... Was that on Mane just before? Or by Mane just before half-time? So, um... Meaty. Sane, not Mane. Sa- I beg your pardon. <laughs> um, it just shows you I'm distracted by Lincoln Red Imps in that Gibraltar. <laughs> How are they getting <laughs> off? That's what it is. They're 2-0 they're down, Lincoln Red Imps. I, I was... So uh, mate, uh, you know, myself and, myself and Hamba off the Palace podcast, we're always interested about the, the Cipollina footballing dynasty in, in Gibraltar. All, all the Cipollina brothers who just... 3-1 it is who, now. Who play, oh, wow. What you a distracted game. me, you see. What I'm a game. St. James's third goal. <laughs> <laughs> 
what a game it is of course this podcast available via uh, via your regular podcast uh, providers tomorrow Ricky it will be for you happy Friday look there forward to the weekend happy Friday uh, wherever you are listening it's last word on Spurs and Love Sport Radio back again next week 558am Love Sport Sports Social Podcast Network